<laughs> Go ahead. Spend it, trying it. me. Who's trying you? Everybody, man. They, <laughs> they know what type of week I'm having. They, I need so to know. Again, when it rains, it pours. We need to make a shirt called Who Is They? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it at the Khaled. They, he knows the answer. They is crazy because it's like you need to know who. I need to know who they is. Like people don't be knowing who's people. I, o- I, only Khaled knows. Of they. Yeah. They don't want you to win. I feel like you. <laughs> they don't want to see you successful. They always want to see you successful. No, they don't. <laughs> so what's big? So you've had a hard week. It's been a long week, man. So give the listeners a little something. They man. trying me. <laughs> I need you to be specific at they. Yeah. I'm, all right. So they. So the other day, was was that Friday, Thursday, Thursday or Friday? I'm at work. I'm on my little uh, my little walk huh. so, so I can work on my uh, my tan pico. Mm. You know what I mean? I got a full clip for you today. Nah, I feel you. So I'm on my lunch walk and I'm in Mission Valley. And the the homeless population is uh, growing out there. Mm. So I'm on my little route and I'm coming up on a what do you call that? RV outside of a taco shop. And nothing nothing out of the ordinary that I've seen before. And I seen this dude pop out. He had a bottle. Do you, do you know what pop off is? I do. P O P O V. Yeah, you've been outside for that, right? It's not even just that. That was like the college cheap drink, liquid high he- school, aka yeah. liquid headache, gasoline. Yeah. Word. So, so I should have known something was up from then because he was holding Surprise, a, uh, motherfucker. a pretty much empty bottle of that <laughs> next to an electrical box outside of a taco shop. What time of day was this? This lunchtime, is lunchtime. Okay. This is lunchtime. So I'm yeah, on my walk. You know what I got, type of time he's on. So I got my headphones on. I can't really hear nothing. And so when I'm out, I have my mask dangling. And when I approach people, when I'm on my walk, I, I kind of put my mask over my face out of courtesy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. So I'm coming up on this RV and the taco shop and everything. And that's what I do. I put my mask over. Just what I do. And then oh, so he, he took offense to it. Exactly. He's one, <laughs> he's one of those Trump people that are licking the window when they see you wearing a mask. Like, what are y'all doing? So, Bruh. So he said... Why you put your mask on? Do we have a problem? That's what I thought he said. Because remember, I have headphones on. And then he has this look in his eyes, and he approaches me. And so it I kind of, I'm trying to. He, knew. Yeah. he fucked up. So I'm trying to take my headphones on to make sure that's what he said. Because so I'm like, yo, what do you? So can I help you? What are you saying? And he runs up on me, and out of pure reaction, I give him a right jab to the chin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's not a right jab if you right hand. It's a straight right. Oh, straight right there to the go. chin, and I punch him, and he hits the floor. Mm. On my lunch break, mm. I'm getting paid taxpayer dollars to do this. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, because it was just reaction. Everything happened so fast, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Did he even say what I think he said? The there's certain uh, patrons at the taco shop that are like, we saw it. Don't worry. And his boy, who was there, who I'm trying to get aware of, because his boy, I was like, damn, it might be, a, it might be a thing. He kind of posted up like, nah, he deserved that shit. And I never kind of broke stride. I kept it pushing the whole time. And I, you know, I called my wife. I had to calm down because my adrenaline's pumping. Like I don't know, I don't know what's happening. I might be, I might be. <laughs> Somebody oh might be God. looking for me, whatever, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't know what's going on. She's like, yeah, of course that's going to happen this week. You know, we're having a stressful week. And then, uh, so that happened on Thursday or Friday. Today, Sunday, so I pull up to my mom's. Now, my mom's and her next-door neighbor are having a 
neighborly issues. Mm, the one that's attached to her? No. Okay. The one, oh, the one, I know which one yeah, the yeah. one whose parent is just someone who I once considered family. Yes. To you know who I consider family anyway. So I pull up right, and I pull up in the little mini parking lot that this uh, neighborhood has for each cul-de-sac, and I get out and I see this gentleman. I happen to know he's a Baltimore Ravens fan. Mm. And so, you know, given how awkward it is between the two households, I didn't think it bled over to me. Mm. So I'm thinking like, you know what? I know the Baltimore, uh, the Ravens are pitching a shutout right now. Let me just make some friendly convo. Like, yo, let me, even though as a Steelers fan, I'm not fucking with (laughs) y'all. Let me just, you know, say some friendly words. Like, yeah, I see y'all today. What's up? Some, you know, some football banter, if you will. Before I get to say anything, he just comes at me. Hey, you see this little brick wall right here? He's referring to a little brick wall in between uh, my mm. mom and his property. Yeah. And he's like, I seen you last week pull up right here trying to look cute. So last week, he's referring to me. I came out. I pulled up. I pulled the mats out. I'm trying to vacuum the inside of the car. You was out here looking cute, though. I was out here with my shirt off working on Tampico. <laughs> I'm out here cleaning before we potted last week. Tampico, Tampico. But, but the level of aggression in his voice. I had sandals on, so I wasn't ready for fisticuffs. Yeah, and them sandals are a little loose-fitting, too. They're <laughs> loose-fitting, and he's from Baltimore, so, you know, I'm, I, I need to be a little more extra careful. Mm. You know what I mean? But he was very aggressive in telling me I need to do this and that. And I'm like, bro, you don't own a car. What you worried about where I pull my car up from? <laughs> you don't have a job. What you worried about, you know? Don't you don't pay no. Me. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff I could have said that I wanted to say. But... My mom's got to live here. My mom's got to live here, and... Because, you know, I got to wait for a house to be built. I'm going to be living there for the next two or three months. Yeah. Four, four months at the most, maybe. You don't want to smoke. I, not that I don't want to You don't want to be the only white man on the block fighting with the blacks either. Not, no, not necessarily. Not in this political I climate. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just didn't need the extra bullshit. I ain't mad at not you. Not that I don't want the smoke. I just didn't need it for everyone around me. Mm. So, yeah, everyone trying me this week specifically. Okay. And I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. If I didn't have sandals on today, I'd be a little worried about what my, my kids might have saw today. Would have been worried if you would have got in here and started uh, recording with us, too, though. We don't, know, we don't know how All that right, would let, have been. All right, let's get to the episode, man. man. We get to it. Let's get to it. Yeah. This one is out here for the ladies. I love Ty Dollar on Features. Not really big on his albums. That's just me. But I love him on Features. Popular Opinion by another podcast but who cares let's go but not without the foreplay okay cool but not without the first day okay cool but not before i have to wonder if you let me hear if i walk into your doorway let's have sex i want to thank y'all as always no matter where you are in your house at the gym your makeshift gym in the car with your friends traveling on a plane i'm gonna welcome y'all to the you wasn't outside podcast Okay, 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 okay. I didn't do any DJ mixing again, so we we going was back, right? Nah, we're not. That ain't it. Come on, man. You already know we got to set the vibes right. 
You already know. We talking about what's free today. <laughs> we giving out free game. After time, <laughs> <y'all>. <laughs> yeah. We got to get to it. Hey, you a nasty DJ. I'm a what's nasty free? dude. Free is when nobody else can tell us what Are you not be? even going to put it on the right verse? Nah, man. All right. What's the right verse? Oh, the, the, the last one, huh? Okay, okay, hold on. This you, it's your world. This is my world. Made a few mistakes, but this ain't where I want to be. Before I'm judged by 12, put a 12 on my feet. So my niggas, I need you. Anybody we lost. One of these house niggas you bought my house. We almost like out of 2020. I promise you that. Yours, my spot. Don't mean 2021 is gonna be better. Better, of course. We started without food in our mouth. They gave us pork and pig intestines. Shit you discarded that we ingested. We made the project away. You came back, reinvested and gentrified it. Took niggas since the pride. Now how that's free? And them people stole the soul and hit niggas with 360s. I ain't got a billion streams, got a billion dollars. Inflating numbers like we pull be happy about this. We was praising Billboard, but we were young. Now I look at Billboard like, like it's you dumb. dumb. Talk to him. To this day, Grandma, afraid what I might say. Mm. They gonna have to kill me, Grandma. I'm not their slave. <laughs> Check out the bazaar. You went Rapping outside for that. I was outside for that. HOV, your mama didn't let free. you outside. <laughs> I do got a question after this. What's your employer name with the hairpiece? I survived a hood, can't no shy time, I'ma let it run out. Count so good, I'm Y'all need this. Living tax free, factory, that's me. Sold drugs, got away, scot free. That's a C C E copy, kill free, steal me, and expect me to not feel away. To this day, you would say, y'all kill me. Sucker free, no shucking me. I don't job turkey. I say happy Thanksgiving shit. Sound like a murder to me. Smoke free, all of y'all calling out toll free. Label rob you for millions, yet you wanna put a hole in me. Mm. Sugar free, season. But I'm so free You lay a hand on hold my shooter Shoot for free I promise World War 3 Send an order through a hands free Kill you in 24 hours The shorter you can't ignore the hands free said that That's a Seinfeld bar Hell nah Yes, 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 yes I want to welcome y'all to episode 10 Of the You Wasn't Outside podcast I'm one of your hosts, not doing the most. Oh, here we go. Normal ass Carl. <laughs> you see, anytime I, I load the clip up, I got that. I got it ready. I told you, I came ready. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm emptying out a full clip on you today. To my right, I have at Just Lex, aka Tanzanian Devil, mm. aka Hotel Tanzania. Okay. AKA Mr. Tan Diego. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a whole city clip. Yeah, let's go. Tan Bernardino, Tan Clemente, oh, Tan nasty. Demas, CSU, Tannis Loss, <laughs> Brownsville, USV. <laughs> let's just stop it right there. Brownsville, USA. I'm done. That was it. That was the whole clip. How you been, man? I don't even need to ask you how you been. You just told us for five minutes how you been. Yeah, yeah. Me, uh, just working, grinding. Uh, Now that you know we're at this stage in the pandemic, some of the real tough life questions that I was asking myself in March, because in March I was like, ah, maybe you getting some answers. Yes, I'm getting some answers. Okay. In March I was like, ah, 
maybe we'll find a cure, like sheer dumb oh. luck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and we'll be able to enjoy the holidays as we should. You know what I mean? We have not been able to really enjoy anything because of the lockdowns and everything. And what I'm talking about is family's been hitting me up now in regards to like, what are we going to do in regards to like the holidays? So my aunt pitched an idea and now I'm not afraid to just ask and be like, Hey, so, you know, tell me a little more about that. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have a get together. So she said, Hey, you know, let's just have our immediate family. We'll all be outside, you know, and we'll have food. And I said, that's cool. The food is fine, but we need to have it catered. I'd rather one guy have it and then, you know, like make it or two people make it versus coming from like five or six different households. Uh, because a lot of these stories I've been reading are wild. Okay. But if you're going to be around those people for the gathering anyway, mm-hmm. is that just as dangerous as not getting it from two outside people who you don't know being it catered? <sighs> That's what I grapple with because I feel like people make their own justifications of going outside at this point. Yes. Realistically, we shouldn't be out anywhere still. Like, you know what I mean? We're no different than when we were when we first went online. As much as I say I'm not, I am. You're what? Outside and doing things? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to people's houses, I go to your... But I at least know where I'm going. Like, I'll go to your house. um, I'll go to my mom. We're here at my mom's house right now in the studio. um, And then I'll go to my girl's, you know, parents' house or whatever. And that's about it. Now we did go one to one of her friends' celebration. They duped me. Like, oh, it's only this, this before you came to my house. This was two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't come over knowing what they did. So what they did was is they said, Hey, we're gonna watch the fights. This is two weeks ago when they had the fights. And I was like, All right, cool, we can watch the fights, you know. They was like, It's just gonna be the girls and like maybe a couple of, you know, her friends, uh uh dudes friends. So I get there and I, and it hit me. I was like Girls ain't watching the fight like that. That's a good man. That's a good convo. That's what I know. How do you <laughs> interact with her girls, dudes, who are ex? You know, so far removed from you. I'm different in that I can have <laughs> one of her. Uh, one of her girls. Uh, I mean, dude, we can bond easily, cause especially if they're sports. Yeah, man, man, like, man, Yo. yeah. I could talk to them about right, fighting. Right, right. I don't know. She, like, so you guys like UFC. I'm not big on UFC, so I don't know shit about it or mm-hmm. anything, but they love it. You yeah. know what I mean? They love UFC, guns, a uh, little bit of boxing. I could <laughs> talk to you about all those things. Yeah. We could have a good conversation. Right. Dudes are a little easier yeah, than girls. Yeah, it's way easier. Girls, it's like, oh. What's up, man? You see the game? But I think that's it's all we because talk they about. care too much of what like other women are thinking, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think. We got too much to talk about today. Let's to look, just that, jump into that. Yeah, that's a big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's get to this read them and weep, man. All right, hit him with the applause. Here we go. Read him and weep. It's like, I got to find a better button for this. I just hit the applause for everything. Read him and weep. <laughs> better than some of them buttons you hit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is a quick one. Pause. Um, this is from a Yelp review. So a gentleman writes on his Yelp review, and you know on Yelp you can respond as the owner of a business. So a gentleman writes something. I won't say the name of the business because I don't know it, but I found it on Instagram. It was hilarious to me. He writes a review about a, um, a particular establishment, and then the establishment responded. And I want you to hear the wildness in this story. I've only seen them respond to bad reviews. Yes, so you know it's <laughs> bad. Don't bother calling for takeout. Mm. They put you on hold and don't ever come back to the call. The establishment responds, sorry for the inconvenience. The, ser- <laughs> <laughs> the server that took your order had a seizure. <laughs> oh, shit. Bruh. That's oh, real. Oh, man. 
while doing so and could not complete your order. When you showed up to pick your order and it was not ready, there was an ambulance outside along with police and we were tending to the medical emergency at hand. We offered <laughs> we offered to complete your order at that time when you arrived. However, we are sorry that you declined to do so and chose to complain about it in a public forum. Mm. Mm. I, You know what? Just from that, I got to say I might be on the restaurant side for this one. I'm on the restaurant because side. Because even if they were lying, they went the extra length to, to put a whole ambulance outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you came and said, "Yo, you know, you know, your man's who was taking the order, mm. he had a seizure. And that's yeah. what we didn't complete it." I'd be like, "You know what? It's inconvenient for me, but you know what? That's some wild shit." Yeah, let's just push my shit through right now. Yeah, if you got but, there, <laughs> but if you're that person that goes, "Nah, you about to hear about this on the Yelp." That's a different type what of that time. What that sound like to you, though? It sounds like you got a different type of time on your sound hands. Sound like white privilege. I'm telling you, because <laughs> brothers is not going home to the Yelp. You got a different type of time on your hands. <laughs> Let's be real. I only see white people in Asia writing Yelp reviews. Was that you <laughs> for your BJs for your meat? Your meat surprise? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, why can't I get my meat off? Pause. No, <laughs> no. I'm just. I've been getting a lot of texts. Mm, about the BJ's agreeing, yeah, like damn, on his cheat day he goes to BJ's for the meat, and I'm like, hey, that's it's, your man. Like you saying, like that's <laughs> terrible to go to BJ's. Nah, because I feel him. Like damn, if you had one day to cheat and you went to BJ's, I feel like there's so many other places you can go to to cheat, and you just wasted it. Well, uh, but that's you, man. Go, good for you. No, I get it. But if I wasted, I don't know if I. Uh, I Hey man, like I said, if it's not a waste to you, it's not a waste for you. you, come, you like, I'm coming from the, I'm yeah. coming from a lane of I've I've had a lot of foods. I don't eat a lot of pork. I don't we see that a lot of beef. You know what I mean. I eat a lot of chicken, steak. So if I'm gonna get pork on it, just throw 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 the whole enchilada on there. I'm I'm with you. Nah, on I feel that. you. Go ahead. Let's proceed. All right, let's proceed. Here we go. Here we go. We we gotta call. We calling everybody today as always. Oh shit, we yeah. doing that now. Yep. So, hopefully this gentleman answers. P. Hello? Sir, how you doing? This is Lex and Carl from the You Wasn't Outside podcast. We actually live on the air right now. Tell the people how you doing. Hey, man. I'm doing great, man. You Happy do- to be on here. Hey, there you go. There you go. Give us a little bit of intro about yourself. Well, uh, how's it going, everyone? My name is Drew. Drew Gabriel, born and raised in Southeast San Diego. Amen. And, uh, you know, one of the, the main reasons we on here is to show support and, and, and promote our business, which is called Southeast Statement. And that is a uh, clothing and apparel brand, uh, you know, created by yours truly and our fam that just gives uh, folks from our community something to call their own and to represent and make a statement wherever they go. There you go. So, Drew, how long have you guys been having the clothing line? Right now, we've had our clothing line for about. What would you say? Like three, three years now. About three so, years. Yeah, about three years. Now I'm gonna tell you this. So I last week I was just going scrolling through the timeline. I was going through your uh, your brother's timeline actually, and I was like, man, he got this Southeast statement and the six one nine on there, and it was like in a digital form, like a clock. And I was like, I've never seen that before. You know, 
And then <laughs> I seen the pullovers. So after I get off of here, I'm going to definitely go ahead and buy the pullover and everything. But I seen the pullovers, and I was like, I never heard of that. So I asked Aaron. I said, Aaron, you know, where'd you get that from? He's like, oh, man, my brother's, you know, he started his clothing line. I was like, man, you could have told me about this a long time ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was like, you could have told me because it's about to be winter now. You know what I mean? And I yeah. was like, bro, like, I, I definitely in need of, like, a thin jacket because, you know, in Dago, man, only get, like, 72 in the winter, you know, you know, exactly. with, a, with a light breeze. Exactly. So uh, a couple, a uh, few questions for you, man. So what got you into, you know, starting this brand and everything? Well, uh, shoot, honestly, it was just trying to do something different. We, uh, we were staying in the in the Bay Area at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, the cost of living out there is ridiculous. So long story short, I was truly working seven days a week, uh, 80 plus hours, uh, two jobs, three jobs. And I was just at my side security job just my overnight gig. I was like, man, some do something and just kind of doing research. And it just really just kind of dawned on me like, okay, we we can do this. The the overhead won't be so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I came home one day and I, I told my wife, I was like, Hey man, we, we about to be in the clothing business. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, I just came home. It was like five 30 yeah. in the evening. Like, yo, look, we about that. We just going to start. So you didn't ever have no visions of a, something like this before this. It just kind of came up. Well, that that's a good question. The, the, the vision for having a San Diego brand came when I, when I went to school. Uh, over in college. So back in like 98, 99, I went to school at San Francisco State. Mm. So I was up in the Bay and you go to any mall over there in Frisco, right? Yeah. At that yeah. time. And you they would have an SF hat in a hundred different colorways. You, you know what I mean? And, and you didn't see that in San Diego. Yeah, and I'm like, like, dang, so I would come down, I would go to Fan Bam, I would go to uh, the Indoor Bazaar, and I would get a red snapback, and I'd be like, "Hey, can you can you stitch a blue <laughs> oh, SD, cool. SD logo <laughs> on it?" And and the dude would be finished. He was like, "Damn, nigga, that shit look tight." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and I would be going off with these different colors, and people would be back then like, "Hey, where you get that?" You, you know what I'm saying? So I, I guess it was birth through there, and we've always been repping Dago. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where it started. Just trying to that you know, you know what's great about that is you were doing snapbacks before they came back. In the popularity, you was doing it initially. Yeah, when I was doing it, it was way back. Because Snapback, me, back. yeah, because I grew, I grew up in the, I grew up in the, uh, the new era fitted generation. So yeah. snapbacks were kind of lame to me, but then they came back. You know exactly. what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So how's like how's everything going thus far since like you know the world has changed a little bit? You know, uh, in the last seven or eight months, man, how's that affected business or? Have you guys been just, you know, kind of doing like the the whole shipping method the whole time? Or do you guys have a plan to open in the store or having your merchant stores or just sticking online? Exactly. Yeah, we, we're looking to just leave it as an e-commerce online store. Um, COVID, honestly, we, we did our best sales during the COVID season because people were at home and, and, and more and, and had more time to shop. So we, we actually seen our best season in sales during the COVID season. The, the only impact was, you know, our shipping. Uh, was delayed, but we definitely told our customers that online up front that they're going to have to wait a couple more weeks, and everybody was solid because the communication was solid. That's good. That's good. Yeah. How do you yeah. think um, – so you want – I understand you want to build you know, a brand for the city, Yeah. but as far as a business owner, when you're trying to think long-term, do you think that's sustainable – as far as um, you know, you're you're kind of 
gearing towards one city as as far as like something more broad than that? Yeah, definitely. I think because the vision is a bit different. This is more, it's definitely for our city, but it's also personally my creative outlet. So I think, you know, for, for just, I can speak for our fan. We always want to try to have something that we can be creative with. This, this clothing brand, to me, it, it, it will be sustained because it builds up our creativity within our household and our fan. So we're going to constantly come out with new designs and stuff like that. And I mean, it sounds cliche, but I know about the money, but I don't give a shit about the money. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to see people over there like proud to wear this shit. Like when they, when you go down the street over there and you're like, oh shit, they go some South. Hey man, I, what'd you get? I'm going to go get that color tomorrow. You feel me? And just, it just builds that way. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. definitely. I feel like, you know what, the same way, uh, gang culture, bloods and crips have gone nationwide. That definitely, yep. you know, there's a Southeast in every city, in every city, every state. Definitely. So, yeah. We can, you know, you can definitely push it that far. Yeah. And we've, we've had folks, the crazy thing, cause we relocated here to Washington. There's hella Washingtonians that, that, that have purchased Southeast statement, but it's like we said, the branding, that's why I love Daigle so much. It, it's a, it's a rare breed of that to me, the, the book smarts and the street smarts, you know what I mean? Like, so and having fun so these people when they meet us of course they they buying us the brand and they just feeling that whole vibe you you know what i'm saying and and the question i always get is hey drew man where are you from they never met a cat like it you know (laughs) that question hit different when you went home (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah that that's a different connotation when we're on the streets at home oh man but man, so like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it and everything, man. Like, what are, what are your, your long term goals for the brand? Is it more so just to get the, the name of San Diego out there? Because I'm thinking like we've had like some local artists, uh, artists and you know vendors and stuff like that on the podcast. Yep. And one thing that I've noticed is, is that a lot of people now that I'm older now, a lot of people are not from here. A lot of people leave here, right? Because you know it's expensive yep. and everything. But then a lot yep. of people that you meet that are here either went to school here, had a cousin here, and decided, hey, man, I'm coming back to San Diego because it's a cool town. You know what I mean? Yep. To, to live in. And so the cohesion isn't there. And I think that your brand on top of, like, you know, at least, like, what we're doing as a podcast, other, you know, community, you know, events and people that are throwing stuff together, it's helping bring Dago closer together because I don't feel like, you know, we've always had that real tight-knitness about it. Not at all. Definitely. Definitely not, you know, in, in music and, and everything, you know, yeah. I mean? that's, that's just real talk. And, and yeah, I, I love a special shout out to y'all for having this platform for all of us. It's awesome what y'all are doing with y'all podcast. Appreciate it. Do you feel like it's going to be easier? Because I, I feel like we're all on the same page as far as when it comes to locally, when it comes to the music, how difficult it is to put somebody on. Do you do you find that same difficulty as a brand in general or a clothing a clothing brand? Not not so much because like I said one we're relatively new but everyone that we've run into like we we we've done like we sent some stuff to like Ryan Anthony and some other folks down there mm. and and they all been cool straight up you, you know what I'm saying so we haven't run into any any kind of a sour competition like that like i said i want everybody to win if if there's 50 southeast statements fuck it let's do it you know what i'm saying like there's enough out there for all of us to eat yeah i hear that man that's i think yeah that that cohesion is everything man and like definitely and so i i mean let the people know at least like you know what you guys sell and then where they can find y'all at and everything man 
um, and, and go from there. No doubt, man. Again, appreciate it. You could, our store is at sestatement.com. Uh, we sell everything from T-shirts, hoodies, uh, way back, snapbacks, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we got all, all that stuff. Y'all got uh, shorts and stuff too? That's 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 coming. That's I need coming I need soon. the above the knee joints. Even though I'm a big dude, give me winter's the, coming. Hey, <laughs> it, it is on the way, man. <laughs> I'm ready for that. And where can they find you on Instagram or anything like that? Yep, on Instagram we're at southeast dot statement. Mm. There we go. Yep. yep. Thanks for repping the city, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely appreciate that, Drew. And hopefully, you know, this gets you no, some more specifically sales. Specifically, our part of the city. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys, man, for having this forum. I really appreciate you guys, man. Nothing right. but love and success for y'all. All right, now, for sure. This be out Tuesday. No doubt. All no right, doubt. Now. All right, man. Take care, y'all. For All sure. Right. Peace. You know, Samoan dudes always got a cool vibe to them. They do until they don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the last one you want to, like, you know, piss off Word. at the party. Like, man, listen, we just going to leave that dude alone because he can lift all five of us up with one hand. All of us. <laughs> with no problem. No problem at all. Let's just throw some stuff at the wall real quick, man. What's up? <sighs> Let's do this. Shit you wasn't outside for. All right. We just going to go ahead and, and hit with that one. Renting actual textbooks from college mm. or buying. Damn, you know what? So I went to college locally and I was thinking, you know, I went during the initial like there was a lot of hikes and the tuition and everything during the recession. Yeah. And so coming back later, I'm like, yo, is this where all my money went to? They got a whole new student center. They got this, this (laughs) and that. I can't even recognize it. But I didn't go to the actual student store for my books. Because they charge you full price. Yeah. So I went to the off-campus, like, two feet off-campus store mm-hmm. where you get a little cheaper. Yeah. That shit gone. <laughs> you ain't going to find it nowhere. R.I.P. Was there was Amazon out about that time? It was out, but, but, they wasn't like, but I wasn't, as someone who's a frequent Amazoner, I wasn't looking at it for textbooks. Yeah. I went to that store. To go get so it. So I feel like today I might be on Amazon, but mm-hmm. literally back then it was on the cusp. The reason why I say that was because I was at my aunt's house the other day and she was talking about like she's got tech books, textbooks, and she had to spend three hundred dollars on those textbooks. And so I was like, man, like I remember them days. But then like right when I was about to leave, Chegg had came out. I don't think you've ever heard of Chegg. Nah. You can rent see exactly. So you you was already outside and then they started having indoor stuff where you could <laughs> just start having things in there. But Chegg, you can rent a book or buy a book from them. Or whatever, and then turn it in at the end of the semester. But it was half the price to rent it. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not getting this book unless you tell me there's a homework assignment that's attached to it. Mm-hmm. That was the only way I would buy college textbooks. Is that because sometimes for some of y'all that don't know, if you got kids that's going, you know, uh, to school, sometimes when you're in school or whatever, they'll have these textbooks that you can like read along. And I'm like, for what? I've been I've been in several classes where the book that I bought, yeah, did not need mm, at all. At all. But see, okay, but... I still bought it. Where were you at in your career at that point? Were you a freshman or you was already two or three years in? Because I felt like two or three years in, you probably should have picked up on that a long time ago. Now, like I said in the earlier episode, <laughs> I, saved, <laughs> I saved money on the parking. I wasn't worried about the books. I bought all the books just because, you know what? I had 100% attendance because mm-hmm. I paid cash for my, my education. <laughs> I bought all the books because, you know what? I knew the high school I went to did not prepare me academically for college. 
I just want to make sure that if something happened, it was my fault and nobody else's. Mm, that's a good way. Of so yeah, there, there's a few books that I bought that I didn't need, but at the same time, you know, I sold is. them back for half and I got, you know, something. Mm. Here we go. I got one, another one for you. Rolling windows down by hand. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling windows down by hand. That's something that people just may not never know about unless you buy a, buying a car off of a used car. You look lot. like you got strong forearms. Like yeah. you've done that a few times. Oh, I spent time. Life. My grandmother had a '94 Saturn. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mom's had a G. Oh, no, my aunt had a Geo Metro. They don't even make who makes Geo Metro. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> it was the hatchback one. <laughs> Who even makes Geo Metro anymore? Geo went out of business. Did they really? There was their old I, thing. I just made that. My up. dad had a Geo Tracker. That was another one that you had. Y'all to Geo down. family. It was a whole Geo. <laughs> it was a Jeep, and I don't know why yeah. he had that Jeep. I ran it actually into that wall right there, and they had to get that wall fixed right there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but something something that these kids just not may hey, not man. know about. Can you imagine? I feel like there's a lot more other things that they need to imagine. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely something that. <laughs> Was they was not outside for, and they're not gonna ever need to. They never have to have to worry about that ever again in their life. But I tell you what, they're efficient because you know power windows when they go yeah, out man. and they hit you. You don't with need that. To, there's no computer chip. I got this. <laughs> but even then, if you press the button and it don't work, it costs like four or five hundred dollars to fix that window. That's what I'm window. saying. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a computer chip. <laughs> yeah, stupid man. They be getting you for some reason, man. All right, here we go. Another one that I got is recording a song with a tape recorder off the radio. I got a lot to say about this. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear it. So during the ringtone era, mm. you remember the ringtone era? I do remember the ringtone All era. Right, so, 99 cents. So I had a razor. Running up bills. A razor uh, flip phone. Yes, you did. And <laughs> Yo, did you put it in your pants waist? <laughs> <laughs> Not the little pocket, but what I'm saying is, so I had during my circle of friends, It, I guess these days you might call them... The group chat. Mm-hmm. Everybody had their own ringtone, mm. and I recorded it from my own stereo. It wasn't from the radio; it was from the actual CD song. Yes, because I own my music. Yes, but based on who you are to me in my life, and maybe something we shared, or something who you are, mm. you had your own ringtone. Yes, and I spend a lot of time giving everybody their own ringtone because it meant a lot to me. Are any of those people you still cool with now? All of them, pretty much. Okay, okay not mm. not. Let me let me back up. Seventy five percent of everybody that had their own ringtone is still in my phone. There you go, and you conversate with them. Everybody's on vibrate now. Yeah, that's the safest <laughs> way to go. I don't even use vibrate function on my phone though. I don't like it. It's not for me. That's why you don't text back that quick. <laughs> I got the light though. The little light flashes off. All right. Last but not least, saving something on a floppy disk. Mm. Mm. Are you sure you know about that? Because I, I barely I, know I, about I was, that. I was here for it. I've saved something on a floppy it's disk. It's not fun. It's not. <laughs> Matter of fact, because I don't know how many megabytes or I can't, whatever. I can't tell you today how I remember how I did it, but I did it. We were definitely in elementary school when yeah. this happened. Yeah. yeah. During the, the fat back Macs with the colorful back screens. Those took floppy disks? I don't think so. I think those took disk. Ooh. Nah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I, that was. That's pretty early, man. It was like '98. 
I'm starting to question if we're even qualified for this whole podcast. Why? In terms of like having this conversation? It sounds like other people were outside for more shit than we were talking <laughs> nah, about. Nah, I was out here because my mom had, back then you used to have the towers. Well, people yeah. still do, nah, they got depending towers. on where you are. You work for the government. We got towers. Y'all got y'all got towers. They give us yeah. laptops. We about two, three decades behind. Yeah, I got, I got, <laughs> we got laptops. And so like, but I was just thinking like, man, floppy disk. My mom used to have them things all over the place. Now she has other things all something, over the place. Something on the same line as that. I don't know if you want to save it for a later segment. No, that's cool. We, we so so I don't play a lot of video games, but mm-hmm. when I did, memory cards. <sighs> that's great because now. All right, man. Here we go. I didn't, yeah, because now I never downloaded a game. Mm. I didn't own a lot of consoles. I played at other people's house, but I was there enough to where it, that was my shit too. Yeah. But memory cards was like a thing. And now like. You don't have to buy video games. You just download them. I'm not outside for none of that. I'm here for it, though. I, no, I, no. It's probably more efficient. But I'm getting ready to buy a PS5. I didn't them buy kids a don't know about memory cards. They like, don't. I, I get this far in this game. If I turn it off, I can start all over. Yeah, so that's what I was about to say. To the they don't card. know what it's like to not have them, It's too. stressful. Because I have some cousins that, you know, had to buy their own games and stuff like that. Lived in some really rough areas and stuff. I'm not starting Crash Bandicoot over. But my cousin would start a, a, a NCAA 16, like, season and not have a memory card. And he would just turn the TV off and come back. See, them PlayStations was built different, you too. You said NCAA then. 2016? No, nah, whatever. Did I say I, 2016? I don't know what you said. All right. NCAA. I haven't played NCAA. video games since maybe 05, 06. I'm getting ready to start again. You go start, too. You got kids. I'm not. You got kids. They go no, on the games. my kids don't care. They're, they will. My kids want to see on the screen Mickey Mouse Rose. Right now, yeah. But then if they want to play Mickey Mouse like on the station or something like then that, then they, they can do that, and I'm going to go worry about their future. <laughs> you probably get a game, especially if they start playing Madden. Let your son tell you, like, man, Dad, I'm going to Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Oh, I heard Madden trash can... now. You said what? I heard Madden trash now. Um... I also not. I wasn't outside for even though I'm saying that as the, the people that are playing this are outside, they're actually inside. But video games, they don't just play the sport no more. They do the whole life. What, what do you mean? Oh, so, so they they do practice. They do like outside of practice. Like, yo, I got an endorsement meeting. Yeah, I got a. I got a a dinner with my with my girl. <laughs> I got a bunch of stuff going on. <laughs> well, outside of the game, they did in show, the video game. It's they nuts. did they did show in the new PlayStation like trailer like all the pre games. They I'm don't like, just play the game no more. Lonzo, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. I can hear you cl- loud and clear, man. Yo, this right. is Lex and Carl from Yo. the You Wasn't Outside podcast. You live on the air right now. Okay, okay. What's good? What's good? All right, let's let's talk to the fans real quick and let them know a little bit. So Lonzo has he's my cousin. Right, and he has his own podcast slash show on YouTube, and you can also find it on uh, Spotify. It's called The Young and the Washed. That sounds like me. <laughs> fits, fits what, do you, what do you consider young? That's a good question. What do you consider young? Um, anyone under thirty-five. Without okay, kids. so I'm I'm your demographic now. Yeah, you're you're right in there. And what do you consider washed? Me? Yeah, because he, he's got any, anyone who doesn't enjoy going out on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, I know this voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, know, yeah. I know who we talking yeah, to. Yeah, this is my guy. Talk. Yeah, it's your guy right now. Yeah. So we was just. Does talking he about, know who I am? Yes, he knows who you are. Yeah, okay. I know exactly who you are. I listen yeah, yeah. to you. Guys. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I haven't a lot seen of people, him in a couple family events. That's all. You have some really like. um outspoken like characteristics for people to remember who you are you're carl's <laughs> wife you're carl's white friend is that is that <laughs> what i am all right i'll take he's, that he, he, 
He's definitely the Alex Caruso of the family lineup. Yeah, baby. <laughs> He my, like my, that. He didn't like that. Do not disrespect. Like no, that. don't disrespect my hairline. <laughs> nah, we're, I'm so mad at you saying that Philip Rivers is the best player to never play in the Super Bowl. I'm never going to forget that. He don't even remember making that. No, take. no, I remember. I don't remember if I said he's an argument or if I said for sure, for sure. Mm. But he, he is. But, but he is. I, I agree with that. Not even just Michael, Michael Vick is still listen, alive, boys. That's listen, true too. Michael, listen, Vick, Michael Vick still is. Thanksgiving's alive. coming up. I might see him soon. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll revisit this later. Okay. There we go. Okay. There we go. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about your uh, your podcast, though. So basically, it's me and uh, one of my childhood friends, my boy Trav, and um, I just got we got to the point. Uh, luckily, one of my friends' dads uh, he has a uh, he, he's like big in radio here in San Diego. And uh, I just want to do a pod because I just got kind of tired of the dry sports sticks. I feel like it's a mm. lot of uh, the way. <laughs> Were you talking about some shit I said was a dry sports steak? No, no. What you said was just blasphemous. Okay. Okay. Proceed. Um, proceed. <laughs> proceed. <laughs> but um, I just I felt like there there's a lot of older guys who've just been sitting in the same booths and the same chairs, doing the same, talking the same rhetoric constantly. And I'm like, I come and Carlos knows like I come from a sports family. Like we play sports. I mean, I played, yeah, and uh, my boy played uh, D1 football, and we just were like, you know what, I'm tired of the way these guys, these older dudes are kind of handling the situation, and also, I was like, we're at that kind of transition age, which is the wash part, it's like, mm-hmm. we gotta talk to people about, you know, how men deal with certain things, how transitions for athletes are, things of that nature, and I was like, there needs to be an outlet for this, you know what I mean, it's like fresh takes, but also it's like, kind of giving people who are in that in-between stage, like, you know, some comfort in them knowing, like, everyone has to go through this. Can I can I ask you who currently, even if they're of the older regime, who you enjoy listening to as far as sports takes? Uh, right now I'm enjoying Pat McAfee because he knows his place. I really enjoy that. Like, he's uh, the, the cult old punter. And, you know, he has, like, that actual, like, oh, I played in, I played in the NFL, but I'm not a real athlete, so I respect that. Mm. Um, <laughs> but the, no, I mean that's so what he says. He's, you don't like nobody on the mainstream. Um, I mean Pat McAfee's mainstream. To be honest with you, he's on serious. He's on stuff. Um, you don't like I mean, Molly Kiram? Yeah, no, I'm saying, cool. no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying like, all right, I like, so I like Marcus, I like Marcus Spears. He's cool. Right, so it seems like you might like you might lean more towards athletes who actually played the sport. Yeah, uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, there's always there's always idiots. Like, what's my man's name that used to play for the Clippers? Mm, uh, a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you're talking about right uh, now. At the top of my head, Ryan Hollins is an idiot. I don't care what anyone says. You mm. cannot teach. You cannot tell me otherwise. Oh, the seven footer. Yeah, my man looking like Oscar Proud, not knowing. <laughs> no, no, that's that's funny. That's dead. I'm not laughing Listen, right now. A- <laughs> hey, I'm not laughing right now, but I want to. That's but, pretty funny. Hey, but truth he be told, he looks like Oscar Proud. What- <laughs> truth be told, when I was telling Zoe, I was like, bro, you might be the funniest dude in the family. He no, he's definitely funnier than you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and but, I'm okay no, with that no, now. But, I, I but, live with that now. But when I'm no, he's funny genuinely, but it's not a high bar. For the family, <laughs> it, it goes, it goes, it goes. Zoe, it goes. Mom and Karen, and then maybe you. Then maybe me. But if but, you put uh, his brother on there, then that's disrespectful. Do you know? Okay, but someone like Tony Romo, who's getting the big bag, who who you see on every day, who's like calling out the plays before they happen. Do you do you take credence to that? I think Tony Romo has about two more seasons of him actually being. Mm. Oh, before he falls out of touch. 
Oh, he fell out? Because he don't know black quarterbacks? I can't hear him. Hold up real quick. Your audio got a little fuzzy. Hold up. You're going to have to really actually be good at his job. Can you hear me? Okay, I know what he's saying. Hold up. We're going to have to call him back. Hold up. Let's fix that. I think Tony Romo's got a good, like, little... Right, but what he's saying is, in a couple seasons, once he gets out of the whole rhythm of, I know who all these people are because I played with them... Yeah. It might be a little different. Mm. I just thought it was hard to... Oh. Even, yeah. I don't know why he dropped. Yeah, no, but, you um, you have... The audio was nasty. But anyway, go ahead. Um, I mean, he just does... Col- he does the color commentary, and it's cool, but... I feel like the further you are away from the game, the less you're like insightful. And all Tony Romo does for the most part is just uh predict plays. Like his like his actual like his diction, his like his diction's trash. He uses the same words constantly. It's nothing like exciting <laughs> to me. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> all right, man, let's round robin this real quick, man, so you could go ahead and flex your skills, man. So I got some random shit that we're gonna talk about right now. All right. Any of y'all ever been catfished before? Of course. Oh, we, oh, he said, of course, because <laughs> he's young. We, we could, I'm yeah. young uh, bro, I and he said we could use him because I'm he's single, so it's like we, could, yeah, we, yeah. we could live through him. He could talk with no consequences. <laughs> Tell us about this story, man. Let's hear it. Damn. I, I, <laughs> this is great. Here, here I was thinking we were going to talk about Michael Irvin. Um, <laughs> um, I think... I think the worst one, I've been catfished like twice. Mm, you're a repeat um, offender. The, the first one wasn't too bad because it was like a lunch date. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm going to give you 45 minutes of my time after I realized you ain't who you said you was. Wait, did, cool. so she looked completely different from like her photos or like she was just like 30 nah, pounds I heavier? Of, I, got, I got caught up with angles and uh, <laughs> like yeah, because like I'll say this like I put on weights since high school, mm. but this bitch must have posted a picture from her middle school picture. I was like, bro, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, like if you went missing, they couldn't even use this photo. No oh, um, man, that's great. Uh, the first one was bad. The second one, you know, I got I got I got booty called into a catfish. That's what I was mad about. Mm, she hit me at, like that's a different type of stress. She, she hit me. She hit me like, oh, we used to talk, blah blah blah. I never met her before, but we did used to talk. I met her online. <laughs> And it was like ten forty five, and she was like, "You want to slide?" And I'm like, "I already know what time this is." You know what I mean? Oh, this is you didn't have to take her out or nothing. <laughs> nah. So in my head, I was just like, "All right." That's what you want to slide who, means. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, you know, Carlos, you know where I live, but I always live, but you also know who my older brother is. I always, I always live with the suspicion of man. If I get lined up right now, I can never tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> what you have like thirty five dollars on you? She called me at 1035, or she takes 1035 or something like that. And I went over there, and she was not who she said she was. Like a completely different person? Don't lie, uh, though. I was, like, at a, like, her picture was an eight. I showed up to a six and a half. Ah. But, but, because you went all the way over there, tell us the truth. Oh, yeah, I had, I had to, man. <laughs> I had to. Man rationale is cra- crazy, because it's like, yo, hey, listen. I used all the I'm here now. I'm hey. Here I'm, now. hey, I, hey. By yeah, the time he got there, it was ten fifty seven. <laughs> nah, and I'm trash too. You know how, like, at the end of uh, your fantasy matchups, they give you grades. I definitely gave her a D minus. Uh, 
Oh man, I always ask that because I've been watching Catfish like crazy. Then I went to Lex's house on Friday. Don't, found out, hey, don't give up your location, bro. Bro, bro was out here just watching all of the Catfish episodes. So one episode had me like <laughs> ultra intrigued. Was the black dude that was posting as a white dude on there? I don't think you remember that. He was like, from, not not the one we watched. Not the one we watched. It was like in another season where a black dude used a whole different personality and stuff like that. And he told the girl he said he wanted the white privilege. He wanted, yeah. He said he was like women feel more comfortable. Talking Talking to me as a white man, and they would There's as a black sti- man. There, there might be statistics for that. Um, I kind of feel like you could find you a white woman now in these times that will like a black dude for. But who that he season might have been last year. Now, if you get See, into yeah, the car and she's you, playing Luke Bryan, you know you're gonna have some issues there. You know. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like that all depends on where you live. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like where we live in San Diego, I, I've got homies who have all types of games. But if I'm in the middle of Kentucky and there's only four black people in my city, mm. she probably feels. This probably, he probably is right, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm just like, if you got game, you got game. But I mean, if the, if the pond don't want you there, you ain't like certain fish get exiled, you know? Yeah. Okay. Let's take you here, man. So would you date a woman with kids? <laughs> As of right now? No. Okay. When hey, you get, when hey, you, he got options. Yeah. He got a lot of, I feel still, like in 2020, still, that's a, a wild take to have. No, he's still young though. In his pool, there's girls I, that don't have kids yet. That, that That's, he's I, fine. I, I, I Next from, five years though, it's going to change. I come from a generation of high school seniors getting pregnant. Mm. Oh, I mean, don't, don't get it twisted. I got, I got homegirls. I, I got homegirls who have kids who are 10 years old right now. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, so you got a small like, pool and you're still nah, confident. I, I, I'm going to just be honest with you. My, my, my dad met my mom. My dad married my mom at the age I am now. And my brother was a lot older and I'm just going to be keeping a buck. Mm. I'm not man enough to just date a woman with a kid. Like I still got a little <laughs> fuck boy in me. No, and I, 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 just, I ain't going to waste somebody's you. time. You know what I mean? I hear you. So then the question is, if you decide to do so, would you feel uncomfortable if that kid called you dad? <laughs> <laughs> you knew there was a punch, man. Come if on, I, man. If, if I was at Thanksgiving I, I and I um, saw a kid call him dad, I'd be worried. <laughs> first, first of all, um, I think it depends on what his relationship with his father is. Mm, let's say we dad, ain't got enough time for all this. Yeah, we ain't got to get super. <laughs> let's just say dad's not in the picture. You supposed to give oh, us then, Hey, bro. Hey, if you're reaching out for male role models, then I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you want to go play catch? Do, <laughs> all right, man. Let's let's. Uh, I got one more for you. All right. So, do you order food off a of DoorDash? <laughs> of course. Have you noticed anything different about the app in the last two weeks? <laughs> two weeks? Oh, yes. uh, they be giving away a lot of free shit. Um, that's about it. Any new content? New content on DoorDash. I know this is crazy. I'm going somewhere with it. I don't know. I'm going. First of all, I'm tired of people using the word content. DoorDash does not have content. They got content on there because they're they're providing content. They're providing content. Here's the deal. They're providing meals. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh man, but I know oh, that hold on, hold on. is DoorDash out here selling ass? Is that what you're saying? Oh <laughs> yo, maybe. The, yo, free delivery fee that's on selling ass as well, man. That's, that's crazy. That's what I was waiting on. No, that's crazy. They the have old, free delivery fees. The on oldest that. profession. <laughs> the oldest profession. What I noticed on DoorDash this week is that there is a black owned business section uh on oh, DoorDash. I have, seen that. I have seen that. I feel like most There was apps, only two restaurants. But I feel like most apps are doing that. In the past couple months, I have not seen that before on any. I don't. You never seen? I've seen it on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Leads on Netflix. Hey, no, I, Carlos, I have a better question for you. Yes. Did you see that Yelp has an option now where you can, uh, (laughs) where a company gets accused of being racist? There's a whole (laughs) section of their review for that. (laughs) Didn't see that. That's news to me. That's great. 
Yeah, you think DoorDash is wild? Yelp is just out here being like, oh, one star, and they called me the N-word. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, man. So tell them where they can find you at, man. We just wanted to like let your personality blossom. Let them know where they can blossom. find you at, where they can listen to the to the pod and everything. And he the rubbing his knee the right now. Thing. Yeah, of course I'm rubbing my knee. Carson's all yeah. I'm not even gonna get up. My knees is now. hurting right uh, now. Go ahead. Um, we're uh, if you look on YouTube, we're under JP25 Media. The show is the Young and the Wash. You can find us under that uh, that ad on YouTube, uh, under that ad on uh, Twitter and Instagram. But if you want to find the actual uh, show itself or under jp25 media on youtube we drop once a week either on a wednesday or a friday depending on what day we film and you know we're just out here asking the questions that you know people just need to know people need to know the answer to you know amen to that sound like he competition uh not necessarily nah you got yeah. you know doing he's got he's got like, a we do a whole 360 or whatever they do right the pod no, they, no tell them tell them that we're not competition no we're not competition <laughs> tell them no we're not Right. Yeah. We're not. No, it's, def- Catch it's definitely up. two different lanes. You guys, are, <laughs> you, you guys are mature. Right. We're out here just. Like, yeah. He has the pod that I want to have. It, right. Yeah. Co- he has the pod if we were single. Is it up, bro? <laughs> if hey, I didn't man. have a job and people right. didn't look at me in the community, like I'd be like, <laughs> no offense com- to you, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's I, crazy. I would, I would love to get off the shit that y'all get off though. Nah. Like what y'all talk about, I can talk about in private with people, but I can't do it now, man. I'm like, yo, I need. I need to start selling hey, properties man. or something. Hey, I'm going to see you in Thanksgiving, bro. There we go. Yeah. You can only yeah. bring two hey, people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, I appreciate the shine, my guys. I appreciate the shine. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, man. Be easy. We're going to finish off this shit. All right. You guys have a good one. All right, now. That's funny. All right, man. Let's get into uh, Amazon is pushing back Prime Day. Do you know when Prime Day actually is? Never. I thought it was uh, Cyber Cyber Monday. Is that not the same thing? Uh, no, those are different. Prime Day is usually in July. I feel like every day is Prime Day in, in most households. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel <laughs> at this point in time. But let's just jump into it real quick. According to CNET, Amazon has shifted uh, this year's Prime Day to focus on ways that company can help people save money on things they need during an, an economic downturn and ways the company supports small businesses that use its marketplace pa- platform. The day is also expected to be a chance for people to get a head start on holiday shopping, which could impact Black Friday sales next month, CNET reported. According to a press release from the company, shoppers will be able to get deals on Amazon devices, major appliances, electronics, clothing, beauty products, and among other categories. So Prime Day is coming up. Now, I, I, I was a Prime Day shopper two years ago before we got into this pandemic. And let me just tell you, most of the shit that we're interested in, like uh, iPhones, Android always has really good deals on phones and stuff Don't like that. Don't disrespect me. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm just <laughs> by saying that your, your, yeah, your phone of choice offers out good discount prices. Proceed. But Apple is like one of those companies where you're not going to get the things that, you know, a lot of people want a MacBook and all those things. And mm-hmm. they're, they're not really good at like giving discounts and deals and stuff. Okay. So Prime Day is coming up. That's the whole point that, that we're having in with this. You're going to ask me what I'm going to buy. Yeah. So what essential items would you be looking for on Prime Day? That's a question for my wife. Mm, but you don't have any essential. What do you consider? This is a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? <laughs> Bruh. What do you consider to be essential? You personal. If the timeline was different. Okay. If I was moving into my new house during Prime Day, I might need some appliances. 
Okay, and what appliances are we talking about? I mean, depending on how the builder feels, how much they charging. The builder. I'm getting a new construction. Oh, okay. building from scratch. So then, therefore, weird mean- flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm man. getting a brand new house. If you're gonna buy something for in your- the most literal terms, a brand new house. So if I need brand new appliances and Amazon can provide it for me cheaper than the builder, I might have to go there. Mm-hmm. Appliances being a fridge, a stove, a microwave, a dishwasher. Oh, so you're going to need the whole gambit then. Maybe. Yes. Possibly. You can't even get away with those things and like put them like on a bowl and say, oh, I bought this for you, babe, but it's really for you and the whole family. I try to get a lot away with the bowl, <laughs> but you know what? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 go ahead. We're gonna round robin this. We only got a few minutes left, but we got time. Listen, we're gonna start calling this uh Proposition Tuesdays. Uh oh. We got voting coming up. All right. Register, register, and register. I got some problems. Hopefully this gentleman answers the phone. This but it's a we, California problem. We had some issues. Um oh. Jeff. What's good? Jeff, it's Carl and Lex from the US and Outside Podcast. How you doing? better now there you go jeff was a a guest originally on the grown folks business podcast uh this was probably about what a year ago because i think you only been back for about a year or so in dago so (laughs) i can't remember off the top of my head jeff is also for those who don't know this is lex's arch nemesis and sometimes i gotta have hood for jeff because lex be talking too wild out the side of his neck the Carl, he don't understand our relationship. I don't understand the relationship. I just don't like the way you be talking to him. <laughs> hey, hey, haters gonna hate, bro. You already know. I already know, man. He hate to see a young king shining, man. Ever since you cut your hair, bro, he feel like you changed up on him. <laughs> White supremacy. Yeah, man. At, at hey, his finest. Stand back and stand by. Here we go. Look at this guy here. <laughs> anyway, so we got this. So what we're gonna call this, Jeff, we're gonna call this Proposition Tuesday since the episode comes out on Tuesdays. And we just want to give voters um a little bit of knowledge based on the propositions that are at least in San Diego and in California so that they can have yeah. a heads up on what they're actually so, voting So for. we got three episodes to do this, and there's 12 propositions up for ballot. So we're going to do about four a week. There we go, four a week. And I think it's important because I seen Meek, Meek Mill post this like maybe about a month and a half ago, and I thought about it. He's right, where it's like, yo, they always tell us to go vote, and you know, but we don't know who to vote for, where to find that information now that. And it's like, well, look, I'll find the information. Lex will find it. Jeff will find it. And if y'all choose, if having this conversation makes you look more in depth on things before you actually make a vote on it, because sometimes it's confusing. We was just talking to my mom about it before we even started. And she was even saying like, listen, sometimes they get real short winded in their answers and use a lot of like big word jargon. And it's hard to understand, but Jeff, I'll let you go ahead and introduce the ones we're going to talk about today. (laughs) Yeah, man. Nah, uh, thanks for having me on. You already know, uh, the hatred towards Alex is mutual. So, uh, (laughs) it is what it is. But, um, yeah, man, you know, it's like I got into this work because I've always had a, uh, you know, I've always understood that power is real and grew up in a community where it felt like we had no power, right? Like life just kind of happened to us. Big decisions were, were made with us out, with us not being at the table. And I feel like voting is a chance to, to be a decision maker at that table. And we don't need, it's, you know, it's confusing by design. You look at these contracts, all the, so many things in our, in our, 
and our lives are are created to keep us confused. And so hopefully after today, you know, we can just spit some of it real straightforward and say what it is. Okay, so let's start off with, uh, and what's important is it's not. This isn't a federal joint. This is a California. It's a little more local. So we're gonna start off with Prop 14. Okay, Prop 14 is. Sorry, I'm I'm on the move right now. So is that you're not, not important? <laughs> no, Prop what, 14. 14? Prop 14 is about stem cell research. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, stem cell research. Uh, I believe like they want to use a portion of California taxes to invest in stem cell, right? Yes. So basically, the original stem cell research project was approved in 2004, and I believe they received five billion dollars. And so now that that company, which is based out in Oakland, um, they're basically saying that as of July, I think of this year or the year before, they only have 30 million dollars left. And so now what they want to know is, is if they can get more funding uh, for stem cell research. But now there's prerequisites that's added on to. Uh, the money that they're going to get. I think only 7% is only supposed to be used for administrative work. Um, and then $1.5 billion is supposed to go towards like Alzheimer's and any brain disease uh, research. And so uh, they just want to know. Now, what do, what's your thoughts on that, Jeff? Personally, I I don't have a strong opinion on it. Um, with this, I, I'll go San Diego Dems. San Diego Democrats said to vote yes on that. Yes. Yes. Personally, I believe in stem cell research. Because I believe in science in general. Yes. So I want to forward any programs that lean heavy on science. And so that I don't like, you know, so we don't come across as biased. I did re- read some of the opposing. We don't? I don't want to come across as biased. I never <laughs> do. <laughs> but I read some of the opposing views on it. And some of the opposing views on it was that, you know, within 16 years, you know, they don't have that many accomplishments. And here's the thing. If you're playing devil's advocate, I think Theodore Roosevelt said in the 1930s, one of the Roosevelt's always get them mixed up, said that, oh, we should have a cure for cancer in the next 20 years. Mm. Well, that would have landed you in the 40s or 50s. And it's like, listen, they've been trying to find a cure for cancer for damn near 100 years now. You know what I mean? So if you think that they're going to do so within 15 or 16 years, you know, that's crazy. So in my opinion, I would vote yes because I don't see any harm or no foul in it. The funding does come from California bonds. Um, and it's not, you know, directly out of taxpayer money. So I would lean with you guys and saying yes on that one. Uh-huh. All right. Next, what we got up next? Next, we got a uh, prop 19 changes certain property tax rules, um, for older folk. So, uh, those who are over 55 disabled or wildfire disaster victims transfer primary residence tax base to replacement residents if you're familiar with that so as this is something i have as an investment property owner i guess it don't mean as much but if i'm 55 i'm disabled and i have property normally what they're saying is if i buy a brand new house i have to pay property tax based on the purchase price in that year and what this prop is saying is i get to transfer my old residence tax base based on that so if i bought my property 30 years ago i'm gonna most likely have a way lower tax base than i have today yeah so it's helping out the the seniors the disabled the people in who are in wildfire uh areas who might might have lost a home recently yes 
to transfer their tax base to lower their monthly payment on a new home. The only thing I didn't like about that one is that in the existing one that we have right now, uh, if you're, let's say if your mom and dad like pass away or, you know, something happens to them and you take over that property, if you take over that property, you would pay taxes based off of what, you know, they paid when they bought the house. Now, devil's advocate, there was some, um, I guess, a uh, celebrity that in inherited uh, an oceanfront home and they were charging $19,000 a month for rent but what the opponents say is like hey they're charging nineteen thousand dollars for rent but he's paying taxes from like the 1960s when that house was ori was originally bought and that's the the balance of capitalism what the law allows and what's good for the people allow yeah so the market told him hey you can charge nineteen thousand dollars yeah but for the general population who's trying to pass down generational wealth Old people are trying to pass wealth to their their heirs. The tax base is a very large uh, chunk of their monthly payment when it comes to house. Yes. So, and able to do that for though, and it's not even it's not saying everybody over fifty five. It's saying those who are disabled or in a wildfire. Uh, position which a lot of California are and you've seen that a lot more recently yes but here's the, the other piece of it is is that if that proposition goes through and this is the one that I struggle with if that proposition goes through if something were to happen to my parents and I wanted to rent their house I would have to get the house reassessed yes and then pay the taxes for that year and it's crazy because like these are things I would have never thought about until I became a homeowner and became, right. until I got to this point so in my one life. Of, so one of the cons you might say you can still hold on to the house. So who's that really going to affect? Because you're going to pass that cost onto the rent of the renters. Yeah. And that's who we should want to protect as human beings, right? Yes. We want to protect the renters. Yes. So if they pass this, you're saying, I have to raise my rent on inherited property. Right. So let's ask Jeff how he feels about that. Jeff, how do you feel about Prop 19? I feel no on Prop 19. <laughs> <laughs> y'all already know, man. Y'all y'all greedy. <laughs> y'all greedy. This, this, this is not about you getting some little little property. This is about extremely wealthy folks passing no. yeah, yeah. wealth to their family. That's what this is about. If you look at the details of it. Oh, so I, you won yes on 19. No, he said no. He wants no. no he said 19. no several times. Oh. No. How no, am, am no, I misunderstanding I'm, that one then? He's saying no because he's trying to protect the renters that we talked oh, about. Oh, see, this is what they don't talk about. Like when you do the special interest, that's no, why we have Jeff here as a that's correspondent. That's literally just what I told. What I told you. Yeah, but he said it in a more humane way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Continue on. My bad. I, I would no on twenty because I'm um, not no on nineteen. Excuse me, and twenty for that. <laughs> but no on it. We're because, not there yet. Um, you already know. Uh, it it it. It's a way for folks to, and, and Alex said it earlier, as much as I don't like to agree with him, mm. um, it's a way for folks to pass on their wealth. And this is problematic for so many reasons, but it no on 19. All right. Should we move on then? Yep. Okay. So and we're going to go to, oh, go ahead. One, one other, one other details of it to look at. And this is how we know it's not about, this isn't about a family passing on its wealth. This is uh, uh, passing on a little bit. It's about passing on a lot. If you look, it allows up to three transfers. Three. That's ridiculous. 
who's giving three homes to their family when they pass? Nah, this is if you have that much to give up, you can be taxed properly. Okay, respect. So we're gonna move on to Prop Twenty Two. Exempts app-based transportation and mm. delivery companies from providing employee benefits to certain drivers' initiatives. So, basically, protecting app-based drivers from being independent contractors versus being employees. What do you think about that? This is uh, 22, right? 22, yes. Yeah, let, no, no. So, <laughs> Soapbox. it's funny, right? He sound like he drives for Uber. <laughs> <laughs> this Uber needs to take responsibility for their employees. They need to give people health care. I agree. They need to fucking pay proper okay, wages. Okay, so, so let me, before you go there, all the commercials I've been seeing is someone who has just read about this, this proposition literally this morning. All the commercials I've seen have said... Most of the drivers want to maintain independent contractor status because they want to protect their rights to work whenever they want to, however they want to, as opposed to being put on a schedule, even though that schedule provides them with benefits. Salary pay. Yes, yeah, salary and benefits. That's not real, bro. That's, mm. the, that's not real. Tell them why they're lying to us. It, it it it's what what person do you know in the right mind says I want to work all the time, like most folks that I know that that work these types of things that work Uber that work Lyft they're trying to survive yo, like they should be paid an equitable pay they should have health insurance like come on I was talking to a friend last night and she was like I don't have I didn't have health insurance for so long until my partner's appendix burst like. These are li- yeah exactly right like we all all three of us have friends that don't have health insurance. These are steps towards like people shouldn't this whole having to work over 40 50 hours a week is insane. Like this is a step towards justice. Uber should have these folks as full-time employees and pay them properly. A lot of what we see is deception. These commercials with like somebody's grandma like I I want to be independent. No you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> like y'all know y'all know it's bullshit. Let me this ask you this real. though: Do you think that if if Uber has to take on that responsibility, that they would charge more for rides? So you know what that that thinking, right? And and I and, and I'm I'm interested to hear what y'all think. In my opinion, right, the market demands what it can what it can get, right? Yeah, when basic economics kid, in that case, yes. Right, like I remember as a kid, video games were sixty dollars. It was sixty dollars because that that's what they could charge. It wasn't sixty dollars because of the cost to manufacture the product. Mm. Like this whole, it, it's it, it, it's it, people, business, and corporations will often say whenever you hit them with that tax, they'll say we're going to pass it on. No, they're not because if they try to pass that on, they're going to have a competitor that undercuts them. So it's just not real. It's not real. And if it hits us a couple of quarters or cent or nickels or whatever, some some garbage. I'm okay with paying an extra quarter if it means that that person driving me has an equitable life. Got it. And I think we all need to think about those things. It's not just about the bottom line, you know? It's the, the system. There we go. Mm. All right, Jeff. Look. Wait, we, we go, got one more. Oh, we got one more? We got oh, we're doing more. four. Yeah. Okay, we my bad. Three, I thought it was we got three weeks. We're going to do four props a week. <clears throat> there we go. Let's keep prop, going. So prop 23 establishes state requirements for kidney dialysis mm. clinics. Uh, requires on-site medical professional 
to be inside these clinics. How do you feel about that? Because the commercials I've seen said, "Don't vote for that because it's gonna re- it's gonna raise the price. Therefore, it's gonna close down my whole clinic, and then I can't get dialysis. Period, and I'm gonna die." Yeah, this one's hard, man. It is tough tough because I feel like it depends on the cleanliness of each clinic, and that's a separate issue. And most and most clinics that I've seen, they've always they they got a lot of clinics in the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're clean, so basically what they're saying is we're clean enough. We don't need to spend this extra money on a doctor on site. Versus, we need a doctor on site because we're hella dirty and we might need some some emergency shit to happen. But even then, like, can you afford a doctor though? But that's what I mean. That's why these clinics might close if they have to do that. Yeah, because most clinics open early in the morning and they close late at night to serve their clients at or you know of different you know bases. My girl's dad goes to a dialysis clinic and his appointments are on Saturday. Well, he goes three times a week, but he has an appointment that's on Saturdays from like uh 6 30 to 9 30 in the in the in the evening time so i imagine if you're paying the doctor after hours you know what i mean i get that you know it's going to close down clinics and he said as a dialysis patient himself hey vote no on 23 it's 23 right that's what he said yeah he's saying vote okay, no one in that that's what the commercial says basically yeah, yeah. so how does jeff feel about jeff that? how you feel about it dialysis <laughs> yeah, correspondent man. So I was um, I was neutral until one of my members and y'all know I, I organize. So I work with a lot of just you're not important members. All exactly. I'm not. Um, and one of them was like, she's like, hey, my husband's on dialysis. And she went and then spoke about just like the difficulty and the impact in, in her family and her life. And um, she said to say no on it. Right. OK, because I believe I believe no on it. They currently like what y'all said. They want to like pretty much add more regulations into it. She's like, keep it where it is. It's already regulated enough. Um, so I'm still neutral on it, but I do think like I it sounds like I agree with y'all in that we should not add this other obstacle to dialysis. dialysis. OK, so they talk about the cleanliness of it. Do they have the same standards if there wasn't a medical professional on site? Do they have similar standards? Is there anybody else going through there saying, is this clean enough? Like they would do uh, like a restaurant. I wouldn't even know who regulates it. Like dialysis center. You're talking about like, is there, like, is there a, a governing ba- board? Is there a base? Like you have to be this cleanliness without a professional on site? Or do they just say, do you? That I think people need to do their research on. If they If they care that much about it. I feel like people should do their research on because any decision that you make is going to impact people, period, I think, which makes this one tough. There's some other tough ones, but this was one that I griped with because I do get it. Like, yeah, have a medical physician. You don't even need a doctor. You can have a physician's assistant that's there that can cost you a little less. So so on the surface, having a medical professional on site sounds like the way to go. Yes. But because of the cost. If you have to close down a whole clinic that provides a service for X amount of people in a specific neighborhood, that can that can do a lot of damage in the long run. Yes, that's where we're at, and that's why we're giving people this info because okay. I feel like people should know things like this and, and really, you know, know what they're reading, you know. So and when we break yeah. it down, so that's the four we got for today. That's the four that we got. Jeff, we'll be calling you next Sunday. So we can go over these other propositions. I got some that I'm I, that affirmative action one. Mm. Mm. We oh, do, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, hey, I, ain't, I, ain't, I, I, I got some questions about it. You know what I mean? I'm not an oh. all lives matter, dude. I just got some questions about what, what that's going to go. I imagine you're a Shirley Weber uh, supporter. Uh, for most things. Yeah. For most things. <laughs> you know, I still have my identity, though. She, nah, ask, ask Carl who provides all his golf services. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. All right, Jeff, man, we holler at you next week. Honey, honey, peace. Bye. Yeah, man, I think Proposition uh, Tuesdays is going to be lit, man, because I haven't heard anyone else doing this. You know we what got I mean? three weeks to do we it, We got man. three weeks to do we it, man. Pro- we probably should have did about a week or two ago, but here nah, we are. This, this is the best time to do it, man, because, you know, people aren't going to remember. They're going to just be like, oh, that's the one that's blah, blah, you know what I mean? So, and I think November 3rd isn't the drop dead date to have all your ballots in, right? I believe. But, but I'm not going to put it much. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not going to put would, it much past I would, it. I would hope you put it in either on that day or before that. Yeah. All right, Please. man. Let's get into this three cheers, man. Let's get up out of here. We ran overtime today. Listen, I want to give a three cheers shout out to uh, the First Chance Youth Foundation. We had Theron on here a few weeks ago. Um, They actually ran their charity event. They actually raised $7,500 in regards to their foundation, which they're going to use that uh, for their programs. Um, They're going to do a turkey drive and everything this year. So, you know, they got some big things coming up that they're going to use, at least starting out with that $7,500. But congratulations to them. That's a lot of money. That is a lot. That's a very lot. And they did that in two weeks. All right. Are we we taking... uh... 10% 10% credit for that? No, nah, we, yeah, right. we're going to take right. it from the kids. What kind of man are you? <laughs> no, I'd say credit. Not, not <laughs> oh, credit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We'll take 10% credit. Not the credit. actual money. We'll take 10% credit. They got, they got a good you know amount out of me. So, Lex, what you got for three cheers? Man, I'm not going to lie. I was not thinking about this section. Listen, three cheers <laughs> for Lex for being alive. <laughs> I'm going three cheers. Uh, what am I going to do? Man, By I, the time they hear this, not today, because today... Oh, so you gonna speak it into existence? Yeah, they gonna hold you to it. Nah, I they, know where you're I going. Hope so, yeah. with. I knew what you was trying you, to three you cheers because I seen how stressed out you was on I'm Friday. <laughs> I see what you was trying to do. Go ahead, get I'm your shit off. I'm not in the greatest of spirits currently, <laughs> but, but it, in the but next it, couple it, hours, it, it could change up. I'm going to three cheers. <laughs> there we go, Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and who else? LeBron James. Anthony Davis and the bench of the Los Angeles Lakers. And KCP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give my man KCP his credit, hey, man. Hey, man. It's been a long 10 years. I'm a whole different person since we won last time. I might shed tears in a couple uh, in a couple hours. I ain't mad at you. You might have to just let out your frustration. Check me, check me, check me on my Instagram just in case it, it does get posted. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> but if it does, don't judge me. It's been a long decade. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to listen to this Joe Button Idols. I'm not going to find a way to end this podcast, but I want to appreciate y'all again. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with us. I'm going to keep trying to give y'all hot content, all that y'all need. Lex is going to keep giving y'all hot content. He came prepared with a book today. I'm so excited for him. Don't put that pressure on me. <laughs> we out. Me and Premier Tate right now. We in the same squad. Always tell me stories on the game and how it changed y'all. Life don't always come full circle. I can't explain God. Teach you the student. The overlap and the 
generational gap I'm seeing is prudent So when I speak of pursuing What we deemed as mere dreams and illusions I'll be it a nuisance I'm brewing from eyes that have seen through it It's no time for even a body to be reclusive Execs to feed you excuses And if it's seasoned, just chew it We got old ideologies I think we should renew it The psychology for some of that reasoning's even stupid for me It's deeper than music Much deeper than music They stole our musical freedom Up next is freedom of music It's a 10th grade dropout I'm watching the aftermath of everything Streaming is doing no extremists, this is true shit Don't take a genius to see the genius is doing Ain't got the reach to do it, so let me reach, you can do it, it goes, it goes.